96. Fortunately, I misjudged you. You are just a stupid policeman. Turn the catches horizontally, like that. Then open north. My orders are to kill you and deliver the lecture. And an overdose of bombois. Colonel Smithers is giving the lecture to himself. Welcome to, and you've had your six, channel dedicated to James Bond. Reviews, debate, trivia, laugh, and a whole lot more. Your hosts, from the UK with love, double O Alan Shenton. And also joining us, with the license to analyse, I'm double O Sion from Germany. Welcome to the show. Believe me, Mr Bond, I could shoot you from Stuttgart and still create the proper effects. Hello there, once again, and welcome to episode 17 uh, of <laughs> And You've Had Your Six. <laughs> I'm waving, so soon. Uh, we love a bit of a wave, don't we? Yeah. So, For the YouTube viewers. Yes, the YouTube, the podcast viewers on Apple, Spotify, etc. won't have a clue what we're doing, but we're just waving <laughs> to episode 17. And this is all about From Russia With Love. And... We are discussing whether this film is the best of all time, the best film of all time, or the best Bond film of all time, um, or is it a bit outdated? Now, I've got a feeling that we are going to be in perfect harmony in this episode, but I might be wrong. We uh, <laughs> may may be different, but um, what sort of initial feelings do you have, soon? Yeah, like I came up with this uh, topic because I still remember when I was a kid and watched it for the first time, I looked at TV Guide and um, there was the saying, you know, like, uh, uh, it's a bit outdated, but it's still a great Bond movie. Like, and that it stuck with my, in my hand, my hat, you know, like, and then because uh, when I watched the subsequent movies, then I kind of understood it, but uh, it was still a topic to debate, you know, like you couldn't stand it like that. Why not? Yeah, I think it was always a film that I never really understood as a yeah. young viewer. Like, uh, and it's probably the the one Connery film that I've gone back and rewatched many times to try and understand it, mm-hmm. um, because it's the the plot is, is clever, um, yeah. and it's yeah, it's not really aimed at like a six year old, you know, it's sort of <laughs> seven eight year old. So yeah, it, it's definitely is that what you found. Yeah, that's what I always want. Like, um, that's what I also said in the previous episodes. Like, for me, James Bond was always like being intelligent and sophisticated, and I always like re- rely on that movie. Like, I relate to that movie, like uh, from Russia with Love. And it's also really important. Like, if you have seen that movie first, or like the other ones, uh, that makes a huge difference. You know, I mean, if you watched Goldfinger and even Golden Eye at first, and then watched this, it will be a cultural shock. You know, like, and then. It's different. Like there's so many uh, factors playing in, like elements that you have to consider, like how you view that movie. But for me, it was like as you said, like uh, I didn't understand it first, but uh, that didn't mean I didn't I like disliked it. I was like more like I was more fascinated by it. You know, like oh, like this world of James Bond. You know, like you need to get uh, 
dive into deeper and be more intelligent and uh, that's i'm still like uh, that had still a great impact on me like and yeah yeah i i i just i i thought about when when you suggested this episode i I, yeah i I really thought it'd be a great idea because i just i think i'd come i'd come out with a statement like um we or i am striving for the bond franchise to get back to from rush with love yeah i it's kind of set the standard um for bond films and i would love that that's kind of like the the promised land if if the bond franchise went back to from rush with love obviously obviously there are it was it was filmed in 1963 um so they're gonna there are flaws in terms of you know the production blah blah but not really to be honest but just you can tell it's an old movie mm. but then that doesn't that doesn't take anything away from the film and mm. i'd love to see it might be gradual it might they might just go straight for it but it's kind of it this is kind of like um carrying on from our last episode isn't it uh, would would the franchise brave enough they've been brave in the past with other stuff but would they be brave enough to just go for a full-on spy movie Fleming yeah I don't know yeah they, they tried it in a way with Casino Royale you know like um it uh it after a while it got a little bit too exaggerated but uh I think that comes comes close when I, Goldeneye and Casino Royale was the thing that came close. You know, that was there was a whole storyline plot there, and for a longer time, you know, there there was not like a, just five minutes uh, plot and then again action thing. But the Goldeneye and Casino Royale is the one movies that comes in my mind. You know, like where they really spend some time with the plot. Do you think they should bring back Martin Campbell? Then? Yeah, they, he. I think he did it like. Um, um pretty well the balance i think yeah for me like it's always like they still could have gone a little bit more on the other the storyline direction but i think for nowadays for the standards of this today and the viewers like he did a great job in both movies so they get rave reviews you know critically acclaimed so i think he did everything right and i think that's a standard you know like uh, you could go he he must be sitting at home it's like i I have absolutely <laughs> smashed it. Just yeah, <laughs> Brian Campbell. He is he is the obviously Terence Young and Don Glenn are up there as well for me. But mm. but uh, yeah, Martin Campbell. God, what an unbelievable two films. Anyway, digressing. That's why I'm wondering, like, if they if there's a new James Bond in town, like, if they will hire him again, like, to introduce him. Like, he did a great job to introducing to us James Bond. Or- yeah, nice yeah, it would be. It'd be I'd be, I'd be over the moon. I know all the talk is about Christopher Nolan, mm. um, but is that uh, he's a Bond fan, which fills me with confidence. Um, but is he going to take it in a weird direction? I don't know. Or, or over action again? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Like, uh, but you can tell because you also introduced the uh, reintroduced Batman to us. You know, like maybe you can. can... Mm. find this way like in the the decade of the 20s and like who knows yeah but i would prefer still martin gamble like i think i would as long as he lives he should always re- introduce us to bond yeah i was just new. i was just thinking how old is he now because he must have he must <laughs> have been fairly old during gold yeah 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 who cares yeah that yeah i'll be, <laughs> be over the moon i know i never i never used to get too into oh who's directing it what it just 
just would be a new film. That was it. But now I'm getting older. I always look at the directors and always. Yeah, you see their uh, their signatures and all like uh, the nuances of uh, each and every director, like the differences. Like, yeah. for instance, like uh, the director I didn't like at all. It was like Louis Gilbert, you know, like and you saw the felt it in the movies, you know, and saw it, you know, it was like, oh, no, it was not that it's, good. He did three. Did he do three? Yeah, I mean, three. Like you only live twice. Spy, love me, and Moonraker. Yeah, Moonraker. Yeah, they they were like familiar, too familiar. At least they were too ex uh, exchangeable. You know, like mm. myself. Yeah, but so so we so we uh so we are firmly one hundred percent in agreement that this this is the best Bond yeah. film, or you know, top three at least. Yeah, definitely. I think definitely. You don't think you don't think it's outdated. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's still in my top five list, you know, like, and uh, it's Connery's, the, it was Connery's favorite movie, and uh, I think um, even the Bond movies try to, with the storyline, even though they can't have, uh, can't focus on the plot as much as they did uh, from Russia with Love, I think they're still trying to get some elements to it, you know, to the newer movies, like, they don't success uh, be successful with it, but I think uh, that's the standard they set for James Bond movie. And and there are some the plots that even the good movies afterwards came, even with a lot of action. I think like uh, we have to pay credit for from Russia with love to that for that. Yeah, it's um. I'm just trying. I, I was as you, as you were saying that I I thinking about the plot and what. What is uh, you? You read the book, haven't you? You haven't read yeah, it. Yeah, mm. that's uh, yeah. pretty much the same. Like uh, the movie, you know, they they stay true uh, true to the book, and um, there are only quite a few uh, differences, you know, between the book and the movies. Like, and then, but yeah. it's amazing. Like, um, as as you know, the pre-story, like the uh, JFK and John F. Kennedy, one of his favorite uh, books. It yeah. Was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it, 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 it was. Yeah, it, it was. It, I remember saying this in a previous uh, podcast about because i've read it quite recently maybe a few months ago uh during lockdown and it's a big build-up to yeah. revealing bond and it is a bit like that in the film as well i know you'd see him with sylvia trench you know quite early and he's with m and blah blah and you that's not the book version because i, th I guess with a film it would be weird if he was in the mm. first half of it but but the book but the book it, it really builds up so well with mm. um Rosa Klebb and Red Grant, the Presidium, the the whole um, and Smirsh. It was also entertaining to read, you know, like it felt like a swoosher. You can read it quick. The other books are really like heavy, you know, heavy stuff where you really need a break after a while to digest everything. <laughs> yeah. But from Russia with Love was like really like uh, you could read it quickly. You know, like it was really. Uh, and I think it's the long. I think it might be the longest book. Is it? It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But also uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, also long, pretty long book. Oh, is it? Okay, I've, I haven't got that far yet. But also the book, uh, the book is also, the only difference is like the ending is uh, different from the movie. Like, yes, yes, yes. Because the uh, the film, Rosa Klebb tries to stab him with the, mm. the shoe, yeah. uh, poisonous shoe, but doesn't obviously and gets killed. Uh, but in the book, you're Successful. made to believe that he, she does get him. Yeah. And Fleming had had enough with Bond, so he was like, fuck it, I'm going to kill him off. Uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah. but the scene gets uh, mentioned in Dr. No, in the movie. 
he wanted to shoot her, but the the move the gun didn't. Uh, uh. Ah, yes, yes, it's very clear. Yeah, he's just like, but you you spent six months in hospital. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, very that's clever. Awesome. And do, do you remember? This would be a good trivia question. Do you remember who saved him in the book? Because they they, they then revisit that in Doctor No, the book. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Mathis. Ah. Mathis ah, from Casino you're Royale. Okay, okay, yeah, that's, yeah it, that's, that's what ends up. They reveal that at the beginning of the Doctor No uh, novel, saying, ah, obviously Bond, like, collapses, blah, blah, and then it's yeah. Mathis, Mathis that saves yeah. him. Or or, or, that, or something or something where he was involved in getting would him. Have been, would have really been a nice trivia question, you know, like yeah. <laughs> where, oh, did, where did the ending of uh, from Russia with Love got mentioned in the movie? That would be a nice trivia question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been. Yeah, I I I did think when yeah when when thinking about the whole the whole timeline of Bond, obviously it's so messed up and with books as well, but it's, that's what makes it great. Then I did wonder when what Bernard Lee was saying when he was like, yeah, he spent six mm. months. Yeah, because uh, uh, he didn't uh, want to use the new gun, the Walter PBK. He wanted yeah. to hold on to his uh, Beretta. The Beretta was uh, stuck or something like that. Too. Yeah, yeah, and it, he didn't. And also that he didn't know Felix Leiter, did they? Yeah, that in, yeah, Do- yeah. in the Doctor No movie, but he'd obviously known him from Living Let Dying, <laughs> Cinema, all <Yeah>. that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he got his arm chopped off. But yeah, I, I, it's. Yeah, I, I, I abs, I absolutely love From Rush with Love, and I love the the history of it. I love the um, even even I again I mentioned this in a previous podcast. Timothy Dalton was asked what his favorite film was, and he says he, he actually replied From Rush with Love, he, he, and he said something like, "Yeah, because it's the only one that's believable." <laughs> yeah, that's the same thing. What Sean Connery said, like. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. They asked him what's his favorite movie, and they said uh, from Russia a lot because uh, there was some sort of a credibility to it. Look, so. yeah, but to give Timmy Timmy Dawn credit, then Living Daylight is believable, so it's license to kill. <laughs> That's true, okay, I give you that. <laughs> I, I, I bought a book actually. Um, I bought a book uh, recently called He Disagreed with Something That Ate Him. Yeah, yeah. in fact, wait there a second, just talk, just talk. Talk to yourself for a second. Okay. Since your your favorite Bond actor is Timothy Dalton, I give you that. That. Uh, yeah. That. He disagreed with something that ate him. Well. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's basically by someone called Carrie Edwards. I'm giving them a bit of promo here. Ah, okay. Um, and it's basically them just saying it says it takes a detailed look at the two Bond films. Lion Timothy Dalton, critically unloved and often seen as missteps, Gary Edwards argues that both films are a unique contribution to the series and form an important dialogue with the rest of the franchise. So it's, yeah. I'm sure when I read it, it's going to mention from Russia with Love as well. Yeah. I totally agree, with, totally agree with that. You know, like in the previous episodes, I also like mentioned when Timothy Dalton said, like, uh, I only play Bond when I don't. I don't want to play him when I'm Superman. You know, I can only do some incredible stuff. And uh, that yeah. also goes back to From Russia with Love. And I think it's a good thing that uh, there's this thing like uh, From Russia with Love. You know, imagine they would have started with Goldfinger or Thunderball or like mm. that standard where they like uh, the formula where they always had to use. And, and uh, also like also have to give credit in a kind of way they tried it with uh, For Your Eyes Only. 
but they I think they failed in that sense. They tried to do the action in a different way. You know, there's still the too much action packed, but uh, yeah, it was like uh, they tried it in a different way. Like, but it was okay. I give them credit for trying. Yeah, there there were elements of that. Yeah, it that were good, but then it yeah, it kind of fell back into Roger yeah. Roger territory. Um, yeah, it's, that's the only uh, Roger Moore movie that uh, comes close to From Russia with Love, I would say. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's it's certainly. Are, are there any are there any scenes in the film that you are your favorite scenes? In? I think like I love everything about it, you know. Like when I think about it, the, the amazing thing about uh, From Russia with Love is like um, the it had the best uh, fight scene of the whole series. But that's not the first thing you think about when you think uh, talk about From Russia with Love, you know. Like and that's that's how great the storyline and the and the whole movie was, you know. Like it was uh, it was you you caught on to the story and was exciting and the suspense was great. And I think when I think about it, you know, like, and you're immediately hooked, even though it, nothing happens. That's what I want to say when Sean Connery, you know, like he doesn't need to do anything and you're immediately hooked. And that was with the movie. Nothing is happening. You know? There's no explosion shootings or machine guns, anything, but you're still like uh, hypnotized uh, uh, to the screen. And that was like, I think the acting was amazing for everyone. From the side characters to the main characters, and uh, I think the best thing they did is like, uh, f- from a boring storyline, or not boring. It's like nothing special, you know. Like uh, agent tells the other agents he has the stuff from the other, and making the best of it, you know, like how, of, uh, of uh, doing something so big from something little, so little. I think that was the big, and I think everything uh, fell into. Uh, one piece like the music was amazing and the actors the landscape the locations storyline even and even towards the end the fight scenes you know, like and it's a great uh, sign of you mentioning upon me the fight scenes uh, towards the end you know like at last i think well, how great could it be like yeah it, it is flawless when you think about it uh mm-hmm. it's just you can't criticize anything and even when they try to recreate the train scene inspector they yeah. obviously went over the top mm. they just went crazy they got a wrestler and yeah it was just too fast and blah blah this is just, this was yeah because because some of the daniel craig if that happened in real life some of the hits he took he just mm. knocked out straight away mm. no matter how strong you are you smash your head on the on a, yeah. a table, you know, uh, 100 miles an hour, then you, yeah. Whereas the fight scene in the From Russia We Love film is so realistic because they obviously, mm-hmm. they're just wearing each other down and, and yeah. then, yeah, it's, it's... And they didn't do anything uh, out of the world, you know, like that's uh, something unbelievable, like uh, doing some double flips or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Didn't do kind of stuff or like... Yeah, the people's elbow or... <laughs> yeah, something <laughs> like that. Stone Cold Stunner. Stuff like that, you know. <laughs> it was still believable, you know, like in the, even uh, uh, the way they were fighting, you know, like they didn't do some unbelievable stuff, you know, like the... And the, I think like uh, how 
I'm still thinking about even Hollywood movies, you know, like which movie was so slow and still be so good, you know, like the formula was always like be quick, quick, quick. And this movie like uh, chilled, you know, like, okay, and we're taking one step at a time. And it was amazing, I think, like, yeah, I can understand like why they can't do it nowadays, you know, like in the 21st century. But can they, but can they not? Why not? Yeah, I, I think why not? But um, uh, the Bond movies have, after Goldfinger, they had to do this formula, you know, like, and that's, and this, I, I the one formula was like they had to cut or uh, cut on the storyline because of this formula with the action. The other thing was like why they didn't go back to the spending so much time on the plot was because of the um, Thunderbolt storyline. That was the James Bond plot, the best plot of all time, you know. Like, and then they stuck to that, you know, these two formulas. Like, okay, take a Thunderbolt storyline, repackage it uh, like every time, and then. The other formula is like uh, have this kind of action scenes like and that's it you know that's that's why james bond gets criticized right okay that's always the same formula we don't need to watch it like and that's i think if they had stayed on the track on the path of uh, from russia with love uh, i think they would have done such a great thing you know like uh, building up a storyline and plot and thinking and intelligent being intelligent to follow and sophisticated every every movie would have been unique and yeah yeah, because it, it it doesn't it doesn't need like you feel like it doesn't need Bond to get out of in a film just need for him to get out of a bad situation four yeah, or five yeah. times with yeah. some crazy action. Yeah, and that, that's, I think build up to one big thing. Yeah, and that's also the uniqueness of Ian Fleming. If you watch the books, they're totally different. So you can't compare uh, compare each other. That's totally one. Bond does fuck all. Bond does yeah. absolutely fuck all. Yeah. <laughs> until right <laughs> end. and that if you if i think about it if i think about live and let die or like the man with the golden guide with the other books it's always totally different you know and the stories this the the arch of the storyline they tell it's always the same and that's that was the only thing that was the same but uh, it's not the same they never used the same formula you know like there was always something different you you just finished reading golden uh, goldfinger and yeah you, that was totally different than as from russia with love or dr no and it's like they should have kept that and then they made it uh, exchangeable, you know, like with the same formula. I think that's the sad part about that. Also, also just thinking about Fleming as well and his books, what surprised me in a, in a way, actually, is that some of Fleming's um, writing is quite fantastical, like some of the endings, quite like, uh, I want to say Roger Moore type, you know, Pierce Brosnan type kind of... Uh, unrealistic things like Dr. No, the whole um, squid thing and the way he kind of dispatches ob job at the end of the book in, in uh, it's, it does seem very crazy. So it, there are, there, uh, yeah, because I'm, I'm even learning loads reading the books. I'm obviously still a strong believer that the books are more realistic than the films, but more, the majority, but there are elements of some of the books that, less realistic than the film end up doing it so fair play to them for changing the ending to dr no and you know making goldfinger mm. a bit more realistic but so yeah it was it's but from rush with love i think they just the book and the film are just yeah just yeah i think perfect. maybe that that was the formula for success because they stayed true to the book maybe I think it's obvious that you couldn't always stay true to the book because it was uh, 10 years before they filmed that movie. Yeah, yeah. And you have to adapt to the time. But 
I think like uh, yeah, they all should stay true to the storytelling of Ian Fleming. I think that's the best part. But I think even I don't want to go uh, criticize them too too harshly. Like they also did a good job on Goldfinger and Thunderball. You know, like, I think it was was the later movies when they uh, always came back to that formula. Like that's what I agree. And even yeah, if you read uh, on Hermitage is a Secret Service, also pretty much uh, true to the book and uh, was also amazing. I think like that's the same formula. Like. Uh, yeah, it's, it's what fills me with confidence as well is that there is so much Fleming material that hasn't been touched. They probably over half. Hmm. Got a feeling the next the next film's going to intertwine quite a lot of stuff like that because I've always go back to License to Kill. It 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 had an element of loads of different books in that film. Yeah, um, and. No time to die. Apparently, may I th- think I've said this to you before. There's a there's a there's a, a soundtrack on the soundtrack. There's a a track called the Poisonous Garden or the the Garden of, and apparently, apparently has to do with you only live twice book. Mm-hmm, okay, I, I haven't read yet, so no spoilers. Mm-hmm. But you know <laughs> they're 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 trying, but you know ne- but you know they'll never get back to from Russia Love. Yeah, well, the way nice. I see it at the moment, I pray that mm-hmm. they do. And if you come back to this uh, topic of outdated, I can't remember in any way outdated. You know, if you take the action as the standard, you know, of uh, being outdated, not like I would say, like there's still, as I said uh, earlier, like the best the fight scene of the whole series. Yeah. The I think uh, I don't know, like the the people who say it's outdated, it's like uh, they just missed the formula, you not know, from Goldfinger, like. Uh, pre-credit scene action scene action scene action scene i think that's but i wouldn't call that outdated i think like it's like no how, how can you call out the, like even the action scenes everything is done for real that's not outdated yeah yeah that's, that's, that's yeah, i i think some people say okay there's a lot of time uh till to the fight scene uh, in the train there's nothing happening you know like but uh, I don't know. Uh, it's a massive build-up, just massive, yeah. massive yeah. build-up. Even when they're having dinner and mm. oh, red wine with fish and all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's... And there was the shootout with the uh, gypsies. Also, like... yeah, yeah. But he, sa- he saves his life, doesn't he? Yeah. You think, yeah. Why? Because and he doesn't speak. He doesn't speak yeah, for. Yeah. for either which is just yeah yeah makes you, you know you're also wondering you know if you can't speak at all like it's, it's mm, amazing yeah. yeah yeah and we haven't even mentioned Karen bay either and i know we mentioned yeah. but what the the chemistry between mm. connery and and obviously there's a tragic story about that actor mm. getting through that movie um yeah. but it's it, he's just such a good um ally isn't mm. he he's just and, and, and it's and again, reading the book as well, it just made me think. I obviously had the vision of the actor in my head, but still, he was—he was still the same. They portrayed that so well, and and yeah. it, it's—I—I I, I don't think there's a better ally than Karen Bay. Yeah, that's true. And the the one who was so close to him, you know, like as an ally, like uh, that's yeah. Considering they hadn't really met before, and they just kind yeah. of clicked. Mm-hmm. Thing. Um, it's like more like a father and son, you know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love I love the bit where he's, where Bond is because obviously he's being it's a bit similar to Doctor No film where he go gets in a car with someone and he's you know in Doctor No obviously he, he ends up um it, it's one of Doctor No's henchmen and he ends up you know cyanide 
uh, he does that for much of a love and he, he and in the book it's the same because he he ends up thinking oh this guy's this guy's knows what he's talking about this is, uh, he respects him straight away and then in the film he gets to him, he goes yes that your chauffeur is uh very intelligent should be he's my yeah that's nice like also like about all the chemistry in general like was good you know like also with the bond girl and uh, james bond and the villain i think like it was uh, it made click you know with everybody like it's amazing like that's that's why they always use that scene for the bond audition tatiana yeah, yeah that's yeah that's true that became the standard you know like for yeah. subsequent movies for the actors you know you have to play this scene do you, so do you think you could do that scene Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the but that's really difficult scene. Like it was so amazing, it was uh, it's so legendary. You know that they uh, they like the producer say if you can't play this uh, part, then you're not able to play Bond or the Bond girl. Yeah, know, that's, yeah. And <laughs> imagine like if that's also was like a, a just a normal scene. You know, like a pretty standard. They were just standing there and talking, and then it was so amazing and legendary, and that's. That's why it's so difficult also to describe that movie. What do you like about it? You know, like because there's everything is good, you know, like because there's also the same goes for Goldfinger and Thunderball too, you know, but there's also like uh, where you can rest on the action. But here is like on the storyline where you just do normal stuff, all everyday stuff, you know, like and that's the amazing stuff. Getting when James Bond checking on if there's some bug, you know, like he's just yeah. standing there and uh, looking, and then it's amazing. <laughs> it's like You still, it's a great scene, you know. Couldn't, and that's off. that's just it's just after the famous trivia question you got me on weeks back, yeah. you know, <laughs> where he ordered green figs, yeah, coffee, yeah. Ray Black. Yeah. Is uh, that if if Daniel Craig in No Time to Die, if there's a five minute scene where he's just walking around a room looking for bugs and just mm. filling out, just not saying anything, having his martini, putting his martini on his head to cool him down. I don't know, and just ordering breakfast and just scoping out the place, pulling out a hair. Pulling it in the door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> obviously not, obviously not exactly the same. But if that happened, it was just like, hey, amazing. Yeah, but but the problem is like we would enjoy it, but the movie goes would be like, yeah, uh, what the hell is happening? Not. Why are we watching this? Uh, what is the point of this? Uh, when is the next shootout coming? Like, when is the next car chase? You know, like why are we watching this? <laughs> That's the problem. Ah, uh, but we've got a. We've got to stand up for our for our beliefs. Yeah. We've got to, definitely. <laughs> definitely, if somebody wants to start watching James Bond, I think uh, they should uh, watch uh, from Russia with love. Or, oh, Doctor No, just go on the order. Like, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, I've got a few. I've got a few uh, friends and um, who obviously are tuning into this podcast, and they're asking me what what, what film should I watch. What film? I just said start at the beginning. I also say to them how how lucky they are that they haven't seen. Them, them, the films yet, and they're gonna have that 24 films to, to <laughs> go through, and just, yeah. and just like, well, maybe 23. Yeah. And I'll die another day. Yeah. But also, like on the Sean Connery thing, it's like uh, everything is different, you know. Like if you also like take the, the Doctor No, that was the same from the storytelling and uh, mm. the way that uh, played out. But it was also different. It also was good, but also different. I think that's the amazing stuff between the combination between. Ian Fleming and Sean Connery and uh, the movie makers back then, like what was the um, what's the name? Was the director Terence Young? Terence Young, and I think this combination yeah. was amazing. You know, like and, yeah, uh, that's great. I think uh, that's also one thing we have to mention. You know, like the the directors didn't were not that good afterwards. You know, like I think uh, Guy Hamilton still uh, did a good job. 
he had this chemistry with Sean Connery and uh, on Hammer Justice Secret Service, but this Lewis Gilbert didn't have it anymore. And this chemistry was missing between the Ian Fleming story from the director giving it uh, uh, to the actor. I think this uh, chain didn't work properly like afterwards. I think I think John I think John Glenn then tried to pick up pick yeah. it up again. Yeah, John Glenn true. with his did he do for your eyes only John Glenn? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. So yeah. that obviously had a dark yeah, point for you to kill living yeah. daylight. So I think, yeah, I think John Glenn. If you didn't have that bit in the middle, yeah, I think uh, the five moves of John Glenn were a bit darker and um, a little bit more realistically. But uh, yeah, but obviously, like uh, if you don't have uh, an Ian Fleming story, it will obviously not as good as an Ian Fleming story. You must be have to come up with this. But especially with the Dalton movies, he did a great job. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there's a bit in I don't know if you've seen the have you seen the fiftieth anniversary documentary, Everything or Nothing? Oh so <laughs> I didn't know that. I went to the cinema and saw that. It, it's it's it was released around Skyfall time. Was it a movie or a documentary? It was a it was a it was a bit like um it was a documentary, but it was it was very I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my um, Amazon Prime login details, and you can watch it on there because I bought it oh, on there. Um, I've got Amazon Prime. I can watch it first. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh uh, I don't know if you have to buy it. Though. It's like five quid or something. But mm. it's it's a mate. Obviously, it's it's the 50th anniversary, so it was made in 2012, 2012. But there's a there's a quote um, in there. That's why I'm bringing it up. There's a quote. Uh, after Die Another Day, when Pierce Brosnan was sacked, basically, that the franchise had a problem. That they had a they had a big problem. So one of the one of the guys who used to be a who used to work with Ian Fleming, he said, "We've got a problem. What do you do? You go back to the books." Yeah, that's what. Or, or actually, it might have been Barbara Broccoli that says it. Actually, yeah, you go back to the you go back to the books. Mm-hmm. And then another guy pipes in and says, "Yeah, it's like having your first child. It's always the special one, and all this stuff." And so they go back to the books because they were in a big problem when Pierce Brosnan uh, died another day. Um, you know, happened. They had to, you know, nine eleven everything, and they had to try and be less kind of flippant, like they say in the documentary. And and yeah, go back to the books, and they went back to the out, and look how that turned out. So. So I think that'll be the formula forever that, that yeah. they're in a spot of bother, which I think they are at the moment. I, Cause I'm not, I didn't enjoy Spectre and I, you know, I'm not, I think and the transition to Daniel Craig, they'll, they'll go back to the books again and it'll yeah, be. But, but they did it. Uh, that's really consistent. Every time they had a problem, like after Moonraker, they had a problem. I think, okay, where yeah. to go from here? They did. Okay. Go back to the book kind of way. Yeah. The team with the Dalton. He insisted on going back to the book, you know, like and yeah. he took it literally almost. And also with uh, Casino Royale when it came out, they also, they also went back to the book. I think that's a good uh, formula. Like, it's a nice uh, resort, you know, like always to go, like a safe spot for them to come back. Yeah, it's true. And I'm terrified if, if the Broccoli family and Bargoji Wilson ever, you know, relinquish control of. Yeah, of- that's true. It's like who knows what direction it will go in. Yeah. There was there's always talk, you know, like to, to selling the rights, you know, like that's uh... yeah, well, yeah, the big deal that happened last week. Yeah. The um MGM was being bought by Amazon. Um, ah, okay. Oh, did you not hear? 
No, no, and they still have the con uh, the creative control that they always said like. A... Yeah, that they, they but it's eight point four five billion dollars. Wow. They've Amazon have have bailed MGM out. Obviously, wow. Eon, Eon, Bar Broccoli, Michael G. Wilson, they've still got yeah creative control. So what, but what does it mean? Does uh, does it mean that it comes out directly on stream or like they're still on the? Well, but that was the fear. That was the initial thought. Oh, it's just Bond films just going to come out Amazon Prime all the time, but. Broccoli was interviewed and she said, no, we are still, we will still strive to bring Bond to a worldwide theatrical audience. And then it will probably go on prime after that. Like, mm. but, but that's, that's a, that's a big positive. Because how can you not have a premiere? Uh, okay. How can you not see it in the cinema? Okay. And they still have a creative control over Bond or like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, I don't think this deal would have gone through. I think Barbara Broccoli holds all the, all the cards mm, that's right it's a good thing like who knows but who knows maybe uh, a different generation will take it on a different level but uh, what i want to talk about from russia with love like uh, what do you think about this formula like uh, do you see a formula between from russia with love and the movies like the gold finger and thunderball or you think like uh, they should have let that stand as an uh, as a as a movie, you know, like uh, like from Russia, Love is a different movie, Goldfinger is a different movie, Thunderbolt is a different movie, and we continue doing different movies. And I think you do you also see it like do you agree with me when I say okay, they should have uh, let every movie stand for itself, and we uh, do different movies, a unique movie, you know, new movie, not going back to a formula. They, what do you tough, think? Like tough. It's a tough one. It's a tough one because I, I I'd be lying if I don't get goosebumps when I see you know, Bond, James Bond, you know, when, how, how is he going to say it in this film? Those sort of little things. And that is a formula, you know, the villain. Yeah, that, that, that's okay. That nobody yeah. complains about that, you know, like, but the, the formula, like for the storyline, like the, what I say, like the formula, what they go back to is like, okay, uh, when we run out of idea or don't have any new story, just like go back to the storyline uh, formula, like action and all this kind of stuff. And, this simple story like a uh, villain is trying to steal something and he wants to destroy the world i mean this you know like instead of going instead of going back to the formula from russia with love where you think about the whole plot you know from a to z like yeah i i, I yeah okay yeah i mean that is like i said right at the beginning of pocket that is the the plot of from russia with love is spot on and i, I it's almost it, i would love it if they they went back to something like obviously not the same plot but i i i'd be over the moon if they stepped away from the formula that they're obviously going for at the moment because i and it wouldn't be like oh this is i wouldn't feel like oh this is not bond it's not bond i feel the opposite because i knew i know they'd be trying to you know try and that from rush with love mold but obviously like you said earlier the the, the geek on fans would only feel that the the moviegoers would be like, well, "What? What the hell is this?" Like, and it would they, and it would only be appreciated by us, and maybe people in 10, yeah. 20 years' time, That's just true. like Honor Majesty Secret Service is now appreciated so much, and That's it true. wasn't at the time. That's true. Like, if, you, if I think about it, like back in like uh, the first five or six movies, they they do stand as their own, you know, as their own movie. Yeah, but uh, even the Dalton movie we stand alone. That's why they're not that uh, uh, successful or not that uh, love being loved, you know, by the audience because they're different. You know? But if you think about like if 
the first let's take the first five you know like and let's take another movie like for instance uh, octopusy it's the total same formula as goldfinger you know, like a pre-credit scene action scene and then uh, he mm. meets the villain and henchman they kidnap him getting a hold off and then yeah. he befriends he befriends the uh, villain girlfriend and all this always the same you know? okay another another example Take uh, Moonraker and Spy You Love Me with You Only Live Twice. Yeah, I was just, I was just thinking that as same, well. Same, same drawing you know. Like Lewis the, Gilbert uh, even admitted that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it always <laughs> feels like. But anyway, but anyway, think of that. Yeah, and then I think that's always the same storyline. And um, the the ones they tried that a little bit different was like uh, a Live and Let Die and Man with a Golden Gun, but it was not was badly executed. The storyline didn't get well and. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, and then the few movies they tried it, uh, Dalton didn't uh, work out because of that. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's tragic. And, and, and that's why I understand why you're fuming so much with the Daniel Craig era, because it literally is five films. Mm. They're just, they're, they're rapping, they're, they're, they follow one from one another. Yeah. They're trying their best to claw back. Uh, you know they're trying to tie up all mm. the loose ends and then it's this mm. last film you shouldn't be chasing stuff like that yeah mm. it should just be yeah same actor okay i like the little the little nods to the past okay like yeah. in yeah. spy love me roger moore mm. gets a bit angsty with um triple x when he asks about his wife and something you mm. know and dalton license to kill you know he was married once yeah. but it's long just yeah. these little nods to just prove it's the same character yeah but yeah, yeah, it, because nobody's telling telling uh, that they should uh, uh, erase his past or history. Why not? It's yeah. like being consistent is not a good, not a bad thing. Like why not? Yeah, bring up his history and uh, being consistent with it. Like okay, but uh, not with the same formula. What I just mentioned, you know, the movies like uh, that was the the movies hurt. You know, like because of that, because it was uh, being too similar. You know, that, like some that they the creatives were not doing their work you know like they didn't want to do the extra work and said okay just do it like we did in goldfinger and thunderball yeah. i think like also thunderball had also like uh, these two movies goldfinger and thunderball had a, a bad impact in the way like uh, this was uh, such a success we have to always got to do it you know like with the stealing one from thunderball the storyline yeah it was like that's why i always take uh, you only live twice a little bit out of it you know like it was different and it, it's not that close to the book and uh, when I when I talk about the five movies, like also say on how much is the secret service and all that. And yeah, why not? Like, let's see. Maybe they find in the future like the, the right formula. I think like going back to the book as Barbara Broccoli said it, and yeah, uh, it's and it, it, does, it, it the fact that Christopher Nolan, he's obviously a, a yeah. great director. He's yeah. he's I've seen a lot of his films and mm. a lot of them confuse me because yeah. that's you know that's the sort of genre he's doing. Yeah, but... but I think I think he did a great job with Batman. You know, like Batman yeah. was you could have done so much wrong, and everybody before him and after him did wrong. You know, it was like uh, it was poisoned. You know, nobody uh, said uh, don't touch Batman. You're only losing. But he brought it like uh, made it such a and he made it credible. You know, like there was there's no franchise where you could uh, go into the unrealistic world like with Batman with the villains and then, but he did it such a great in realistic uh, form uh, yeah. it was so critically acclaimed that we even forget that's Batman that's a superhero you know we yeah. uh, treat it as a normal movie you know? and I think maybe we, that's why I said okay I'm not that uh, resisting the idea because you can bring it back in a realistic world where we can talk about Bond and if I think about the Dark Knight you know like what kind of fuss it made you know like the excitement Maybe he can bring that back with James Bond, and without 
us ever talking about explosions and, and stupid fights and car chases. And they, he did it with Batman. You can expect these kind of things with Batman, but it didn't happen. The first two, at least the two first two movies, you know, there was not an unrealistic chase. It was more character development and the psych of the, all the characters and the storyline. And I think if he could do that with Bond, I would be. Yeah, I'd be delighted as well. I think he's even, he's come out and said he doesn't, he he might be in the same court as you, mate, like Mm -hmm. just sick of Daniel Craig, Mm -hmm. because he he wants to start with a, he's always said, I want to start with a fresh actor. Yeah. That's, That's, you know, that that bodes well. Also, also actually, I was just thinking like little few trivia questions. Do you know any scenes that from the Batman films that he's taken from Bond films? Uh, He said it last, uh, I forgot that. <laughs> so, uh, I have, but the thing is, I haven't seen many of the Batman films. I've seen bits of them, um, okay. but there's uh, apparently there's a license to kill scene in there. You know when they capture Sanchez on the plane. Ah, okay, um, okay. You know they hook oh, it to the okay. plane. Mm-hmm. Okay, he okay, took yeah. he took that he he took that from License to Kill. Ah, oh, nice. There's nice. a few. There's a few. There's a few others in Inception as well, mm-hmm. um, and obviously there's uh, some ski chases as well that he's kind of okay. taken but yeah. maybe maybe he should do it but you should watch definitely the trilogy uh, that Chris yeah i've, I've seen the Batman. dark knight i've seen that and yeah. um, but, uh, I, need to, I need to watch it fresh and in, in, in yeah order. you need to see the by batman now dark knight is a part two you know you missed the, the first part because there's a lot of storyline going on on the uh, batman forever what, uh, what what's the tri- trilogy again so uh batman forever dark knight and dark knight's rises three i'll watch it in that order yeah when Christopher Nolan's announced as the new director, I'll, I'll stick them on. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it. Would be amazing. Like you would be delighted. Like, I think if they t- if you took that James Bond on that direction, I would be like more than uh, happy. Then we, we'll bring. We would have brought you back back to yeah, love. Yeah, back to <laughs> from Russia with love. Doing, <laughs> doing Sean Connery's work, you know, like his desire, like to bring back to that. Nice one. Okay, amazing. Right, we've we've. Uh, we tend to do a lot of trivia within these podcasts, but should we do yeah. the actual trivia now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm in the mood now for trivia. Yeah, let's go for it. Right, so trivia time. Okay, it's yeah. getting close. I think it's actually a draw at the moment, our trivia. Yeah, nice. Something, yeah, nine all at the moment. Okay. okay. So, do you want to go first? Yeah, I want to go first. It's okay. a kind of a tricky question. like, um, which two movies did James Bond express his um, commitment and dedication uh, to Queen and Country that he would sacrifice his life for his work? Um, okay, <laughs> you can't even name one if you come up with one. He explicitly, explicitly say, he explicitly say that he would uh, sacrifice his life for uh, queen and country. Um, do, uh, not do, Brosnan does say in Goldeneye, he says it was the job we were chosen for. Uh, but I didn't mean that. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I just but it was kidding. a good one. It's a good one. Like, okay. Like, 
Yeah, just because he because Trevelyan is like, oh, Her Majesty's mm. loyal terrier. Mm. Mm. Okay. But he, he he didn't express it the way it, the two yeah, scenes yeah. I was referring to, like yeah. I can't, I can't picture Roger Moore saying this. It really is it Roger Moore films. One, yeah, I give you that one. Was is it one Roger Moore? Moore? Oh. Um, uh, no, this is a good question. No, Dal- Dalton went rogue, so he's in good yeah. luck. Yeah. yeah, Daniel Craig's. Uh, he does go rogue, Daniel Craig as well, yeah. quite a mm. bit. So I, I'm ruling out Dalton and. Craig. Um, so one Roger Moore film when he says that. Uh, George Lazenby. George Yeah, I was thinking. George Lazenby. Rogue. Yeah, he's gone rogue. Yeah, because he has that fallout with uh, mm-hmm. M. He resigns. Yeah. So that's that's. I when you were saying that question, I thought. Uh, um, did, did, did Roger Moore say it in a jokey way after Queen and Country and all this? No, he doesn't say it uh, contrary to his uh, uh, portrayal of Bond. He says it in a serious manner. manner like um, that's why. That's why that's I remember Tom, it. Tom went, that's Dayton Comrade. Hmm? Is it for your eyes only? No. Uh, Octopussy. Ah. Oh. No. Okay. Right. This. Sir Godfrey. <laughs> you don't remember. You don't Sir remember Godfrey. the scene. Sir Godfrey Tibbet. What have you took ill? Yeah, have you took ill? What does he say? Uh, when uh, when he's looking after women and he said, uh, we are still working or something, Sir Gottfried, and then he said, Sir Gottfried, in the line of work, I would kill <laughs> even willing to die or something like that, like a uh, paraphrase. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. No, you're, oh, you're right. Okay, so if you to kill. <laughs> what was the second film? Uh, the Sean Connery from Thunderbolt. What does he say? To the to the villain uh, lady, like we said, don't flatter yourself. I did this for Queen and Country. I'm willing to die or something like that. Oh yeah, what? Um, oh yeah. Uh, what's her name? Helga Braun. No. Yeah. Yeah, Helga Braun. Yeah. No, that's the. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I remember that because Sean Connery he hated that line. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's Scottish. Ah. <laughs> That's yeah. True. yeah. He's, he hated it. I remember him saying, "Oh, I really didn't like saying that line." Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Oh, great question. I'll have to look okay. back at that. Um, I remember the Connery one, but I vaguely remember the View to a Kill. I have to look back. At that. That's that's the scene where they arrive at the place for from uh, sorry, where they want to stay with their horses and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, oh, it's yeah. a bit difficult. Sorry, like maybe. no, no, I like, <laughs> that's good. I love it. That's good. No, no, zero for me. That's that's a great question. <laughs> Right, my one is, um, what film title is not directly said in the film, but it is in the film? Mm. And I'm not going to tell you how it's in the film. I think that would give it away. Did you, do you know what I mean? So, you know, there's some yeah. the films where the title was actually said. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But there are some films where the, the title was not said, but it's it's delivered in a different way. The, the spy who loved me. It, but 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 with that, it, you don't actually you don't actually the words aren't there. The spy who loved me, those words. Whereas this film, the words are there. 
Ah, the words are there. Okay, okay. Words are, yeah, I, I, I'll let you have another guess there because I didn't explain it probably. But the words are there, so you know, right, that's the title of the film. I know why you said Spy Love Me because the story is mm. is is about, you know, that. But oh, That's a good question. Oh, okay, okay, now I get it, okay. If you want, you take as long as you want. Uh, go through each film and rule it out. Okay, Doctor knows the name of the villain from Russia with love. It's like Sean Connery writes it on it. Goldfinger is the name. I don't know how I found you've, you've, Con- Yeah. Okay, th- I don't think th- Thunderball is mentioned somewhere. You only live twice. I think it's mentioned. Okay, it's it is it is a Connery film. Now it's remember the question was it's not said in words, mm-hmm. but it is there. I would go with uh, you only live twice. No, that's that's said. The blow felt you only live twice, Mr. Bond. Ah fuck, okay. <laughs> Then it was in my diamonds are forever. That that's that's not said either, but there's no reference to it at all. Okay, then must be Thunderball. Then. Operation code name Thunderball. Ah, okay. <laughs> you, you got me with my own question tree. I had this kind of trivia question a couple of weeks ago. You had me there. Ah, okay. But you said it already. What what film? So Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It's not said, but it's not ever said. Ah, okay. Or, yeah, I didn't or, remember. Or mentioned. Uh, I, I thought I thought uh, it was never mentioned Thunderbolt, but now you say it. Like you see, you got me. No, here. M M says it. It's code name uh, Thunderbolt. Okay. <laughs> okay, nice. Now I was thinking, hey, well, where's the Thunderbolt? It's like coming up. Like so, the answer is from Russia Love. But Sean Connery writes it down. No? Like, yeah, that's Russia. what. Yeah, that's what I mean. It, it, the, que- ah. the question is, he, what film is it not said? The film, but it's but it's shown. <laughs> But what about uh, diamonds are forever? Where where's the words diamonds are forever? It's not written down. It's never said. It's never shown. Oh okay. Okay, I got me. Con- okay, I got confused. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right. <laughs> no, cause sorry, I I, I just spent. No, what- no, no, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. I and now I got it. Like okay, I. I but it, because- I was gonna I was gonna give you the question. What film? What what films in the Connery era were never spoken? And yeah, from Russia okay. Love and Dimes After. Yeah, but you see that I had uh, I already lost it because uh, I already forgot that Blofeld says you only live twice. I forgot that M said Thunderbolts or like oh, yeah. nothing there. Like <laughs> <laughs> nice one. This was good. Okay, good stuff. Brilliant. Yeah. Still a draw. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, still nine all. Uh, okay, so right, so we do the gun barrel. Yeah. Okay. This is this is interesting. This one I had to check because mm-hmm. I, I I played it earlier and I thought that's not that's not the gun barrel for that film, but it actually <laughs> is. But anyway, that's a okay. little bit like it. But here you go. You ready? Did that last bit give it away? 
I first thought it was Sean Connery, but now I think it was Roger Moore. I would go with Spy Will Love Me. Yes. Spot on. Get in there. It's like (laughs) all the bubbles. All the bubbles come into the submarine. Yeah, that's true. But also, like, it only confirmed my suggestion when I see with this this going that long that was thought, okay, that must be Roger Moore or something like that. Yeah. Because Sean Sean Connery never went that long in my film. I, 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 it's the one I, lo- I know the least. I just realised yeah. that when I, when I played it, I thought when I played it, I thought, oh, this is just someone doing like a remix of it or something. Mm. It doesn't sound like it. But then when it did the wah, 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 at the end, yeah. I, okay. yeah. I was also surprised. Huh? What is that? Like, uh, what could that be? Yeah. Mashed it. Nice. I think you're on. I think you might be on eleven now. Yeah. Catching yeah. up. Eleven out of seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So we're on to lyric time. And I'm asking you this week, okay? Okay. Ready? Yep. Okay, here we go. Makes you give in and cry. I love that kind of tune. Makes you give in and cry. Kind of know the tune, but... (laughs) (laughs) Cry is a key word there because it rhymes with. <laughs> I think it must be Roger. I go for for yours only. No, uh, is Roger Moore though? So makes you give in and cry. Say live ah, and die. <laughs> ah, okay, okay, I know. I said I knew the tune, but okay. Yeah, right, right. Rhyming with yeah. live and let die. Yeah, I couldn't. Sorry. I couldn't give you the next line of that because it's based yeah. on time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but nice. You have me there. I'm performing also poorly on those lyrics, so but anyway, I do better. <laughs> no, it's good. It's fine. Well, we all. Uh, I don't think. Uh, well, you you got the gun barrel this week, so it's... yeah, Emma, yes, okay. at least, yes. at least. Okay, so uh, we are going to be back uh, in a few weeks, actually, because we're having a little football break, aren't we? So, uh, yeah, that's true. Back, I'll be sporting Scotland, so I'll be sporting Germany. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Sri uh, Lanka aren't yeah. in, the, in the Euros, obviously. Yeah, we don't want to give away some uh, insights of James Bond and nobody's listening. Oh, that would be horrible. <laughs> like. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so catch us uh, on um, YouTube. Uh, and you've had your six.com www.andyoufhadyoursix.com uh, we're on Apple Spotify everything so uh, subscribe comment uh, join us on Instagram lots of people uh, joining us on there we've got over we're nearly the other 350 mark now as well so oh, nice lots of good chat going on there um, yeah so I hope you're enjoying it I've, I've had a I've had a great time talking about from Russia with love it's been been happy yeah brought a lot of good memories so i hope you enjoyed it so leave a comment and uh, share and let's see what do you think about us or do you agree or disagree or anything let us know fantastic so next time we see each, each other soon scotland would have been germany in the final <laughs> yeah let's Gross. hope so <laughs> <laughs>
fired up. <laughs> okay. Right. See you next time, mate. All right. Bye. <laughs> My hand gesture. <laughs> good night. Good night. Sleep well.